Today we're chatting with C-Rock about his amazing story of finding the rocket fuel within himself to propel him to success. You definitely don't want to miss this one, so don't you change that dial or drop that phone. We're about to level it up and shatter the mold. Question. In a world where groupthink is the norm, others want what you've earned, and thinking for yourself will get a target painted on your back, how do you flip the script and level up your business, your money, relationships, your health, your status, and your life? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Andrew S. Kaplan, and it's time to shatter the mold. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Shatter the Mold. Andrew S. Kaplan, really excited to be here with you today. We've got a really awesome guest, but before we get there, quick update on my book, The Last Law of Attraction book you'll ever need to read. Thanks to everyone that continues to pick it up and continues to leave those awesome five-star rave reviews. And thank you to everyone who also emails me, letting me know how much you're liking the content and how you are implementing it. I can't begin to tell you how much gratitude and appreciation that fills me with. Thank you so much. And of course, thanks for getting word so far and wide that the book's been featured in Yahoo last year. It was featured in USA Today and Forbes earlier this year. And I'm sure it's got some other fun, high-profile stuff on the way as well. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And if you've not checked out the book yet, now is the perfect time. You can feel free to head on over to lastlawofattractionbook.com and that'll auto-forward you to the Amazon listing where you can check it out in Kindle or paperback or audiobook if you prefer. And if you don't want to pull out your wallet, you can just as easily go to youtube.com slash andrewcap. You can check out the free YouTube content devoted to it. And I've got a lot of fun stuff there. I feature interviews with Law of Attraction experts. Uh, I teach new methods and a few other fun surprises as well. But with that said, Let's dive straight in. We're going to talk with C-Rock here. I'm going to switch mics, and we're going to begin our conversation. All right, so I am super excited for today's guest. In fact, I know the direction that we're going to go down is going to be an unexpected, yet fun and enlightening one, because we've got the author of Rocket Fuel. We've got the co-founder of Blueprinted. We've got the host of the Top 100 podcast, What Are You Made Of? We've got Mike C-Rock. C-Rock, how you doing, my friend? Thank you so much for being here, and welcome to Shatter the Mold. I'm doing great, Andrew. Great to see you again. And uh, just want to express gratitude for having me on. I love to start with gratitude. It changed everything for me when my life when I started doing that. Uh, so every interview I go on, I start with that. So thank you. And thank you to your audience for showing up to listen. Nice. I think you and me are on the same page about gratitude uh, for sure. And I'm really excited. I want to talk to you about uh, Blueprint. But before we get there, just ask you real quick, you've got a book, Rocket Fuel. And I was wondering, like, what exactly was the inspiration behind it? And who are you looking to reach with it? Yeah, so there was a lot of uh, things that went into it. But mainly, I realized that I needed to share my story. After having a podcast, after seeing Pete Vargas share his story on 10X Growth Con stage, I really started to get my mind one, like working. Um, I heard him tell the story about him and his father's relationship. And I have a similar situation. And I'm, I didn't even know people cared about hearing your story about your family life and all. To me, it was kind of embarrassing growing up around a lot of broken people, a lot of conflict broken, broken, uh, marriage, um, and then, and then dealing with abuse coming from different, um, people in that, that realm. So I didn't know, I didn't want to ever share that. Plus I didn't think anybody would care, but Andrew, what I miss misread or, uh, what's the word I'm looking for underestimated was the power of sharing your story and how it can impact millions and millions, maybe even hundreds of millions of people. So once I started realizing that, I'm like, holy cow, man, I've been wasting so much time not sharing this story. So I started sharing it, one, two, five, ten people, and all of a sudden, everybody was inspired. And I'm like, wait a minute, I need to reach more people. I need to go for the millions. And so 
Uh, not that a book necessarily right away will do that, but it's just one leg of the, you know, of the trip. And mm-hmm. so that's, that's how, you know, got going. And then as far as rocket fuel goes, um, I'll get into that too, if you want that part. Yeah, yeah man. Well, yeah. What was the inspiration? Cause I think that's a great title. Yeah. So, uh, growing up, um, in that broken home, I lived with my mom till I was eight and would go to my dad's house every other weekend. And, uh, my mom decided to get married for the third time. And I didn't want to move into another man's house learn another man's rules. So I decided to give my dad's house a shot. I live with him full time and go to her house on every other weekend. And I broke her heart, made the decision and she let me go. And my dad was on to a second marriage and, you know, I thought everything would be great. So I did. And by the end of the, I don't know how long it took, but eventually there was a lot of conflict coming from the parents and my step parents, my mom and stepmom fighting and this and that, and it all poured down on us kids. And a lot of people don't realize when parents fight and don't act like adults the kids are the ones that really get get the uh, impact so I dealt with a lot of abuse during that period of time and uh, mostly mental and psychological abuse threats I used to sleep with a baseball bat when I was nine years old uh, because I was just scared man based on what I was hearing and seeing and uh, so I went on for about three years and I decided at one point this isn't ordinary as a kid I'm like this isn't normal I thought it was normal at first, like everybody goes to, but it's, it wasn't. A lot of times when you deal with something all the time, you become uh, uh, accustomed to it and you think it's normal. And so I realized it wasn't. And I shared with my mom what was going on and she decided to file court papers uh, to, to get custody. But she did tell me prior to doing that, that I needed to stick to my guns before I did that, that I had to not let her get hung out on a, on a limb to dry when she goes to the courts and then me change my mind. She said, because when people, like, when you believe in something, people are going to try to talk you out of it when they have their own agendas. So uh, I remember her saying that. And so I remember being like, man, I got to be st- stubborn, like stick to my guns. And that's lesson that stuck with me throughout my life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so finally, after weeks and weeks went by, I was waiting for my dad to get these papers served to him. Um, I came home one day from school and tension in the room was just thick as, you know, thick can be. I knew something was up and he told me to go to my room and my dad was my hero, Andrew. He, he, he had a masonry business, brick, block, concrete. And if you know anything about construction guys, especially Italian guys, they don't carry a wallet. They carry a wad of hundred dollar bills around in their pocket and no, no wallets. And he had a rubber band around that, that wad. He used to show it all the time. And I, I thought that was the coolest thing, man. You know, I looked up to him for that and as hard a worker he was, he had rough hands and big forearms. And uh, when he came back to my room uh, with those court papers, confronted me about what was going on, he acted like he was shocked. Uh, he must have been in denial of what was really going on there. But at the end of the day, he reminded me about my mom and how poor she was and the fact that she was under her third marriage and throwing all these things, painting this picture to this, this 11-year-old kid. But I remember what my mom said. She said, stick to your guns. They're going to try to talk you out of it. So I didn't get into discussion with him. Um, I just, I just basically said, I, I'm committed. I made my decision. And he said, okay, if that's the case. And he takes that wad out, peeled one off, crumpled it up and threw it at me and said, you're going to need this then when you're living on the streets with your mother one day. And, uh, at that moment, I know a lot of people go through that. There'll be different, different things that would go through people's minds. My, my thing was, oh yeah, <laughs> I'll show you that you're not going to, you're not painting my future. You're, that, that ain't happening. And so for 30 some years, I've been driving off that little spark, that little challenge my dad gave me when things got tough, not, not letting him win. I got to keep pushing. Uh, when things were going good, I got to take it to the next level because I don't want him to win. 
And so I didn't really, real, really realize I was doing that. I was doing it more subconsciously until about two years ago. Um, my stepfather, George, that stepped in for my father when I was 11. That's another story that's in the book. Um, he passed away of a heart attack. And at that time, I was 40-something, early 40s, and I had to figure out what's going on in my life right now. Like what, what is going on in my life that I was still able to elevate and no matter what happens to me, screw-ups on my part, people let me down, discourage me, haters, what, what you name it. Why am I keep elevating no matter what? There's something there and I got to figure it out. So I did a little bit of self-awareness of what's going on. And I found that I was taking everything that would normally stop you or slow you down. I was storing it in my tank instead of my trunk where it would weigh me down. And I was converting everything into rocket fuel for my future to become unstoppable. And once I realized that, I'm like, whoa, dude, this is, this is, this is so powerful. It's a, it's a, it's a law. Like John Maxwell's leadership law. It's, this is a rocket fuel law. This works. And I showed other people and, and it and works for everybody. So I'm like, I got to write a book about this. And uh, that's, how, that's how the concept came up. And I just realized that when it works for me, I got to make sure that it gets out to everyone. Wow. Really inspiring stuff. And, you know, <laughs> I, I could see why your podcast is called What Are You Made Of? <laughs> and I can even see why, of course, you know, Rocket Fuel, that makes a lot of sense. And the really cool thing is obviously what you're talking about, it doesn't have to be an entrepreneur story. It happens to be right now, but everyone goes through different things and they've got to respond in a certain way. But part of what you're doing here is you're taking, you know, cre- creative endeavors. You're putting, you know, you're, you're putting your, um, you know, a lot of sweat equity into what you're doing. You're building businesses. You're building a podcast. You're writing the book. You're going all out. And I've got to commend you for that because Thanks, a lot man. of people, they'll take negatives and they'll, they'll almost uh, enhance those and magnify them where it seems like you're just twisting it around and making a positive no matter what. Yeah. I mean, that's what it's all about. I mean, look here, we're, we're on this planet, right? And we have a choice to live or die. Mm-hmm. And so if you want to live, you got to deal with everything that comes your way. All the experiences that you experience in life are part of living. So, you know, that's, that's the thing. And I, you know, I'm not going to curl up in a ball, even though I felt like it sometimes I'm mm-hmm. not going to back down. I'm going to go fight. And most of the time, what it comes to find out is that the fight isn't really a fight in the first place. It's just a lot of stuff built up in your head. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I've, I've mastered this man and I'm, I want to get it out to people so that they can become unstoppable. My mission is all people are unstoppable to live in the life of their dreams. I, so I filter everything through that mission. Um, you know, and, and I'm just fired up about it, man. And everything I do has changed since I've been aware of this, this rocket fuel law. Love it. Speaking of, um, you know, all, all that stuff, like what is the latest passion you've got going on right now in your business? Where are you directing a lot of your focus? Well, I just launched the book about a week ago. It hit bestseller on Amazon, which um, that's just one step in the journey. But um, really, I'm leaning heavy into the tech space because I realized how powerful tech is, um, scalability, impact, reachability. Um, and, and so what we're doing right now is we're launching a product, a co-founded a product called Blueprinted. And if you think about people buying digital video training courses from coaches and consultants and all that, you know, for the most part, I would say they're ineffective or the people that are taking them are not effective taking them. And mm. we got to blame it on the people, right? Not the inanimate object, but the, 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 the formula of doing a video course and then hoping somebody gets something from it is not efficient. And I think it's about 83%. I think the number was 83.2, I think percent of people don't complete digital training courses when they buy them. So that means the people that are putting these out, if they're good marketers, they're making money. 
but they're not concerned with the, the success of their student or their client. And to me, I, I saw that as a big ethical problem. So I did a list of why these things aren't effective. By the way, I have a digital course. I bought digital courses, so I'm familiar. And I found that people don't pay attention. They get bored. They get distracted. They don't retain the information. Or if they do complete the course, the first thing they think about is, what do I do next? Hmm. What's the first step? What's the second step? How many steps are there? So what we found with the answer to this was is blueprinted. And that's B-L-O-O printed. It's just a little play on letters just to make it different. But um, at the end of the day, this is a project management-based software marketplace where coaches, consultants, anybody that's had success in anything, if they can reverse engineer their success in a step-by-step algorithmic process, they can use our software or Asana or some other software that can integrate with ours and build their blueprint to success in our system and then sell it to the marketplace to those that want success in those areas. So they'll know exactly the steps to take to be successful in that. Mm -hmm. And this is an industry disruptor and I'm fired up to get this out. Uh, We're almost to MVP. And uh, this is, this is going to be a game changer. And I'm just so fired up because this is helps my mission. All people are unstoppable. They want, they want to accomplish something that's in here, search it, find it, go get it. You know, it's interesting to hear you say this. Like I've got my own course and a lot of the stuff that you talk about, I've, I've kind of plugged things in. I've plugged something on the end to keep them going. I've plugged ways to keep them engaged. And it sounds to me like what you're doing here is you're taking these creators, these course creators, these content creators, and you're giving them, (laughs) excuse me, you're giving them a lens for them that they can kind of point that content in, in a way that's going to connect better with the customer so that the customer can actually implement what they're learning. Is that a fair way of putting it? Yeah. If you want to be a creator, um, you need to make transformations happen because here's the thing to buy the digital course doesn't work for them. They don't work for whatever the case is. They're not going to come back to you. Mm-hmm. So how can you make them come back to you? You need transformation. Well, the transformation comes from blueprints. Got it. Got it. Awesome. So uh, you're saying you're, you're almost at MVP. How close do you think you are in that regard? Uh, we are about 60 days out. So, oh, yeah. so yeah, you we're are gonna, chugging along. Yeah. Basically we're going to get ready to, um, create some partnerships with people to have blueprints put in the system. We have, it's kind of like a chicken or the egg thing, which comes first. You have to have the blueprints in there for the people to come in and the creators of the blueprints are going to be the best salespeople for this product because they're going to be the ones selling their blueprints and mm. marketing to their following. So, um, that's how we're going to build it. And, you know, we're looking at millions of users here in the next two to three years, uh, of this of this platform. And there's so many other things that are going to come from it. By the way, accountability is another thing with people with digital training courses. And we have built into the system, a little text neck, text nudge. When you're, when you're due to do something, it'll text you. Uh, it integrates with calendars as well. So, you know, on Monday, what you're supposed to do based on that blueprint uh, Tuesday, all the way through the rest of the week. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so we're getting really close. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to participating with every single person that wants to be involved and wants to uh, sell their blueprints to success. Nice. Now you use the word um, disruptor or disruption, of course. Given <clears throat> given that this is a you know game changer that you're doing, do you have sorted out the approach that you're going to do to get word out? I mean, is it going to be through your podcast? Is it going to be through standard marketing? Like what? How's the um, in terms of the the game plan or the map for or the blueprint? No pun intended yeah. for getting people aware so that they can check this out and maybe do something with it. So the two things, we, we use what's called hustle marketing and relationship capital. And so I have a little bit of different opportunity than most people because of the things that I've done over the last couple of years to get known. 
you know, I, I don't know. I know now, but I didn't know at the time why I needed to get a book out exactly. I didn't know why I needed to start a podcast exactly. Why did I want to become known globally? It just, just something came to me and I had to follow along with it. And I thought I knew the reason. And subconsciously, you try to justify what the reason is. But I really didn't know until we found this, this, this product that we created. And I, now I realize, okay, now this is why. It's kind of like the story in the Bible about Noah building the ark. He had an inclination some people uh, believe, or people that are believers in God, God told Noah, build an ark in the middle of a desert where there's never any rain and collect two of every animal, put your family on this thing. It took a hundred years to build. Just listen to me. Just trust me. And everybody laughed at him, ridiculed him, and he still did it anyway. And then by the time he was finished, he realized what all this was for. It was because it was getting ready to rain 40 days and 40 nights, and it was going to flood. And in order to survive, that's why he needed to do that and listen. So I needed to listen to my inclinations, my, my intuition, something was telling me I need to get known. I'm not doing a, you know, playing a big enough game. And here it comes to find out this is how we're going to market it. I've made connections with some of the biggest names that have the biggest followings. You've done a great job, by the way, with building your following. That's how, you know, when you launched your book, I mean, that's, that's phenomenal. Thank you. I've made connections with people like you. Um, and, and those people are going to want to use this system to, connect with their audience more and tr have transformations. And then mm. that's how we're going to market. We're going to allow, allow the people that uh, build the blueprints to market it. Love it. It's like, cause you were talking about the chicken and the egg before you basically were, um, were farming the chickens and the eggs without realizing you were doing so just by being who you were, just by going about your business. So yep. it almost feels like, and I want people to hear this, this next entrepreneurial venture for yours is the next step in who you are and what you've been doing. It's just this next logical progression that's perfectly in line with who you are and perfectly connects with how you've run your business up until now. Yeah, it's just, it's amazing how things work when you have a mission. Here's where it starts though. You have to be really, really clear on your core mission. Like your core mission is, is kind of general in a way, but everything can be filtered through it. Like mine is all people are unstoppable to live in the life of their dreams. So if I had that, and then every day, when, as soon as I wake up till when I go to bed, I live through that, everything comes in line from the people that you meet, from the people that you spend most of your time with, the activities you do, the thoughts that run through your head, the feelings that you have. I can continue to go on and on and on. The job that you have, whatever it is, everything is aligned and your life is so much better. And by the way, this is a big deal. So if you're taking notes, write this down because this is so important because- when this happens, by the way, you will have people exit your life. And it may be people that are close to you. It may be people that work for you. It may be people you think you need. But I've experienced this over and over again. And you'll still get a feeling when they leave you, whether yeah. they quit or they just don't come around anymore, whether, whatever it is, you'll still get this feeling like, well, at least I do. Oh, man, like they're giving up on me. But they're not giving up on you. They're giving up on the mission that you chose to serve. And they're giving up on themselves to follow that mission. So it's very important to not give up on your core mission because other people do. Yeah, I love that. You know, I've never said this before, but I was inspired to say it now. It's almost like your birthday messages change. The people that leave them and the way they leave them. And that's that in and of itself, you might see people are removing themselves from your life. Just that one, that's one example of many, but also people that are less responsive. You know, if you ask for help or if you put a put a post up or whatever it might be, just the way they're engaging with you, it's going to be – sometimes it might not be in your face. Sometimes it might be more subtle. But I love what you're saying there because 
I think speaks to there's a momentum there when your life is going in a certain direction. People just can't energetically hold on to it and they're just in a different spot. But that's good news. It's good news because it means you're going where you're supposed to. Yeah, and it gets uncomfortable as hell, man. Like it, it gets uncomfortable sometimes, you know? And yeah. even me, like I might show it, everybody watches my stuff and I'm full bore. But sometimes too, I'm like, man, is this the right track? You know, I, I have to ask those questions. But at the end of the day, you, you, you're a master of law of attraction. You understand like when you get something in your head, you get the intellectual property. That's your like intellectual property, your IP man, in your head. And then when you actually start feeling emotions around it, what it's going to feel like to actually have it or achieve it or be around the people you want to be around or whatever it is, then you like, you're so close to getting it, man. And then you just got to keep going and follow through, believe and believe and believe. And then the rest part of it is the physical universe that comes into reality. I've done this. So I I can't tell you how many times I've manifested my future. We all do. We just, I mean, how many times I'm aware of it? We all do, right? Like, the people that are not really realizing it are drifting and they're creating their own future, but they're, they're just where they are. Right. You know, so we have this power available to us. And I would say 99% of people have everybody, everybody has the power. They just, man, just, they just go with the wind blows. Yeah. And you know, to pay you a quick compliment, I think when people are on a roll, they also tend to get ideas like blueprint, like you've already been doing this entrepreneurial thing. But now it's like this next evolution and this idea just came to you through your momentum. So I think it's important for people to look at an example like yourself and say, okay, like, you know, who knows what form it's going to take. It might not even be a business idea. It might be something else, but you know, inspiration will come new vantage points, new points of view, new understandings, new insights, all those things will kind of click into place. And that's the feeling. And you know, the message I'm hearing off of you as you're describing this. Yeah. Well, let me tell you the real quick that, relationships too because the guy that's my co-founder the the guy behind Sela Labs who builds tech products for non-tech entrepreneurs Jared Yellen I met him on Instagram by doing my thing that I'm doing DMing people messaging people strangers total strangers cold calling I call it and then connected with him and did an Instagram live and we realized how much in alignment we were when you know your alignment you can search out other people that that align with you if you don't know your core purpose or mission you don't know who to go after and him and i connected like this and we complement each other like perfectly he's just an awesome dude and and uh we're growing something big and he's growing something big and man i I just can't i'm so excited about it just because i could tell when it when you're in alignment man it feels good i could tell man i love i love how much you've got going on here i love how you're keeping up to speed with with where your inspiration is taking you now with that in mind you have all this on your plate. If people want to connect with you, they want to learn about you. They want to learn about what you've got going on. What is the best way or ways for them to do so? Yeah. By the way, if you have a tech idea and you're an entrepreneur and you don't have any resources or know-how or nowhere to go, DM me on Instagram at Mikey C-Rock, Mikey C-R-O-C, or LinkedIn, whatever. Find a way to message me. You can Google me. I'm on all social media platforms. Message me if you have an idea. Don't think if it's stupid. Don't just come to me. Reach out because I want to help non-tech entrepreneurs co-found tech companies. And we're going to, you know, my goal is to get 100 uh, companies in my portfolio where I've helped non-tech entrepreneurs in the next five years. So that number might be too low. (laughs) I'm finding (laughs) out, but because we're getting a lot of interest. So yeah, that's where to find it. See where it goes, right? So what I'm going to do, C-Rock, is I'm going to take, um, you know, LinkedIn and your Instagram social media handles. 
<clears throat> I'm going to put them in the video description with YouTube where, where I post this. And I'm also going to put it at shatteredamoldpodcast.com where this episode resides. That way people have easy, they won't even have to Google you. They can just click and, and they've you. got it done. So they'll get easy access. And um, I'm, thank you for sharing that. With that said, a last question of the day. I always like to end on this note. And I think I'm going to get a really interesting answer from you. But if you could go back in time, any time, you know, five years, 10 years, 20 years, 25 years, and give a pre- previous version of yourself, any kind of advice, whether it was life advice, business advice, or anything else, what advice would you give to that younger version of yourself? Man, you know, it's got to be, especially on your show here, it's got to be that core mission thing. I mean, when you know your core mission, by the way, it doesn't have to be set in stone. It can evolve. Don't not have a core mission because you're worried about having to change it in the future. Uh, I I would tell my younger self that you need to get your core mission and filter everything through it, people, thoughts, words, actions, everything through that. And I would have done it earlier because I'm, I'm, I'm looking at my life and I'm like, man, 40s. It took me to my 40s to figure this stuff out. And I wish I could have did it earlier. However, at this point now, I can only do as much as I can. And I have to speed things up and act in urgency in this smaller window. Hmm. Well, I got a feeling that your speed is going to continue to pick up, my friend. And I really appreciate you coming on, sharing this wisdom, dropping these knowledge bombs. And we didn't even get into your podcast, which is awesome, which people are definitely going to have to check out. And I'm going to have to remember to put that link also. I'll also put the link to check out Rocket Fuel on Amazon. But Or actually, I'll put on your book link. That's uh, MikeCRock.com slash book. I'll put that yep. out there for people. Yep. Thank but uh, CRock, thank you so much for being here today. Uh, thank you for sharing you, your insight. You. And dude, really, just thank you for being you and leading the way, leading by example and inspiring other people to do the same. I appreciate you. Right back at you, brother. Doing great yourself. Thank you again, C-Rock. I really appreciate uh, just all the insight and all the wisdom you shared there and just you know sharing your story. Guys, I'm going to make sure to leave all relevant links at shatteredamoldpodcast.com where this episode resides. And I'll also leave it in the YouTube description in the video format here. So you'll have very easy access to get a hold of C-Rock if you want to. Uh, with that said, also, while I'm giving out links here, quick reminder, you can go to last lawofattractionbook.com if you want to check out my book the last law of attraction book you'll ever need to read on amazon or you're more than welcome to go to youtube.com slash andrew cap if you want to check out the content devoted to it there and that's all i got for you today so thank you so much for listening as always stay tuned for more guests and have yourself a great day i will talk to you soon thank you for listening to shatter the mold at www.shatterthemoldpodcast.com My name is Andrew S. Kaplan. My name is Andrew S. Kaplan, and it's time to shatter the mold.